Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hotline, I'm Marilyn Denner. hour we invite you to be a part of the jim fannin show here's a chance to air your opinion on current events local issues community concerns call 905-688-2472 got something to get off your chest your ticket this morning is the jim fannin show on 1220 chsc and a great thursday morning to you in st Catharines, niagara grimsby tirana Bramford, I am the Jim Fannin Show, <laughs> and this is going to be a great day, an even better show today. We are stacked again. We're loaded in the booth. We got live commercials and a huge guest at 10.30, 10:30. We got a huge guest coming in. I'll get to that in a minute. Thanks to all the people who have sent in kind words about the show around the station and all over the place. Thanks to all the people that have used the sponsors. <laughs> it's pretty nice when someone walks into your, your place of business and says, I heard you on the radio, and that's why I'm here. That's sweet. Thanks to CHSC for doing all the hard work and for being number one radio station in St. Catharines. In almost every time slot and age demographic, CHSC's got number one locked up. Almost every demographic. I am Jim Fannin. Get in the rotation now. We have open phones, and they may not be open for long. The number, you know the digits, 905-688-2472. That's 905-688-CHSC. Earth Day's coming up. I'm going to throw a bash, John. Earth Day party, if everything goes well, John Marshall's running the board. I always try and get him in because he's in the union, you know, and every time he speaks on the air, he gets paid, he gets a little bonus, right, Johnny? So would this be a BYOG? <laughs> Bring your own green. <laughs> green party fundraiser slash Earth Day blowout. We're going to have some fun. If all goes well, we'll be at Henley Island with Who's Your Daddy inked as the main band. And we might have a couple other bands. Bands that will play for a tax receipt. That'll be sweet. <laughs> so Earth Day. We're, I think we're going for May 1st. It's going to be a little late. Earth Day's on the 22nd. It's a Thursday. We don't want to party on Thursday. So Saturday, May 1st, if everything goes well, we'll be at the Henley. Having a little potty. On the show today, as mentioned... Huge guests. First, let's start off by introducing my special guest in the booth. He's going to be here all hour with me. He is the politics reporter. I always say the political reporter, but you describe yourself as a, the politics reporter, an award-winning political reporter with the St. Catherine Standard. He's blushing now. <laughs> Calvin Reed from the St. Catherine Standard is going to join me all hour. Cal, is your mic working there? Hey, I think it's working, Jim. Thanks all for right. having me. Calvin Reed from The Standard is my special guest all hour. We have another special guest in the studio as well. And we're going to give him a segment, uh, segment number two at 
my second special guest is the recently nominated federal NDP St. Catharines candidate and local human rights and social rights activist, Ted Meridian, is going to join us live here in the studio. He's with us now, and we're going to talk to him about his recent nomination for the NDP candidacy. Ted and I are going to share the stage in the federal election after I get nominated at an upcoming Green Party nomination meeting, which is yet to be scheduled, but soon. So provided that I win the nomination for the St. Catharines riding, which hasn't happened yet, as I said, Ted and I will share the left side of the spectrum, we've decided. It'll be the NDP and the Green on the left, literally. The, our, our lecterns will be on the left of all the... Uh, debates. And on the right, we'll have the Conservatives and the Liberals, which I think are, are working pretty much from the same policy book. They're all Conservatives now. They're all right-wings. Uh, yeah, I was going to go into a little bit more detail. I usually call them right-wing wackos, because my buddies call me a left-wing, environmental, tree-hugging, you know, socialist wacko. So, Ted Marinian, thanks for coming in. Ted? Your mic working all right? Thanks, Jim. <laughs> Almost. So, like, you're going to let me talk here? Or? Just keep going. Ted Meridian and Calvin Reed. At 10.30, call your friends and neighbors. Are you into politics? You must be if you're listening to the show. At 10.30, we are going to be joined by Ontario's former health minister. Actually, cabinet minister that was at, at sometimes involved as the Minister of Health and Long-Term Care, Minister of Municipal Affairs and Housing, and the Minister of Environment. My guest at 10.30 is quoted as saying, protecting our environment for future generations is as conservative a principle as there is. Tony Clement at 10.30 is going to call in. He's driving right now from Ottawa to Montreal. So he's going to call in on his cell phone. So if you have any questions for Tony Clement, then get in now, because the phone lines will be stacked. 688-2472. We have a number of local issues we're going to talk about with uh, our special guest today. Local issues. We're going to talk about budget, policing, making the news a lot lately. Our budget for the Police Services Board is... What, Cal, 92 some odd? Yeah, 92.6 million. And growing all the time. Every year going up? You know, we talked about the fact that it's not sustainable. No, and, no, not, and, it's not going the way it is. There's no way. And now they're kicking around the idea of, can someone else do it cheaper? It's, it's an option uh, on the table, certainly. I think, uh, from my point of view anyways, I think it's incumbent on our, our regional government to at least look at the options. Um, they've, they've got services to provide, and, and obviously policing is one of the ones that's most dear to many people's hearts. I mean, we want to live in a safe community. Right. Um, but it comes to a point where the property tax base can only support so much. What do you say to the argument that we need to be able to solve problems at a local level? You know, uh, Ottawa and Queen's Park are, are distant, distant governments that try to impose rules on local small municipalities when actually our local politicians probably know better what the, our needs are. And in and, and the, uh, you know, the Niagara Regional uh, police Services Board as well. How do you feel about privatizing or, or going OPP or whatever they're talking about doing? Well, well first off, two, two uh, issues, I guess, you, you raised there. Um, when, you, when you talk about 
external decisions affecting local decision-making. A lot of that is, is the reason why the police budget's going up so much. Decisions that have come from Queens Park or from Ottawa are, are putting new responsibilities on the local police force and right. pushing their costs up. Uh, when it comes to contracting the OPP, I mean, I'm not one to say whether that's the way to go right now or not because we don't know how much it's going to cost. Right. But when it comes to local accountability, really the, the guy on the street, the officers on the street are going to be the same guys. It's okay. just a matter of the badge that's going to be on their, their chest or the flashing on their shoulder. But essentially, it's going to be the same, same guys patrolling the streets, just wearing a different uniform. Calvin Reed's my special guest in the booth today. He's a reporter for the uh, St. Catherine Standard. And we're going to take a short break. We're going to tighten it up. Short breaks this hour because we are stacked. And we have a fellow Toastmaster, two fellow Toastmasters in the booth today who are going to give you a little idea of what we do at Toastmasters on Tuesday nights at the Public Library. Barbara Goodwin's going to start us off with our next short break, and then we're coming back with Ted Marinian. Get in now, 905-688-2472. We'll be right back. My name is Barbara. I'm here to talk about Tuesdays, Tuesdays at Toastmasters. I'm here with my fellow Toastmaster, Judy Brady. Hi, Judy. Hi, Barbara. How are you? I'm fine. And I want to ask you why you joined Toastmaster. Well, I joined about two years ago, and I wanted to become a motivational speaker, and I thought that was the best place to be. Great. Um, mine was comparable to your reason. Uh, and what I love about it the best is the camaraderie and the moral support that I get from my fellow Toasties, as Jim likes to call them. So you listeners, how would you feel if you had a place to go to where you'd find this atmosphere of enthusiasm, high energy, humor, friendliness? That's what you find at Toastmasters on Tuesday nights, Mill Room uh, in St. Catherine's Library. Please come as our guest. You'll be very, very happy. Thank you very much. Expert Vending has been providing vending and office coffee services in the Niagara region for over 20 years. Whether it's a pop or snack machine for your workplace or coffee requirements for your office, Expert Vending provides unsurpassed quality and service with the personal touch of a locally owned and operated business. Call Jim Fannin or Danny Baranek at 384-9531 for a free consultation today. That's Expert Vending at 384-9531. Do you suffer from low energy levels, arthritis, high blood pressure, or high cholesterol? If you do, then we have something for you. Hemp oil. That's right. Nature's hemp oil is loaded with the essential fatty acids, omega-3, 6, and 9, and is natural anti-inflammatory. Nature's hemp seed, oil, nut, and flour are grown right here in Ontario and are the perfect essential fatty acid supplement, not to mention a great tasting food. Visit the site natureshemp.com or call today at 1-866-934-HEMP. That's 1-866-934-4367. Nature's Hemp, the perfect food. Again, the time and place for the Toastmasters on Tuesdays, 7 p.m., Mills Room, St. Catherine's Library. I guarantee you when you leave a Toastmaster meeting, your feet never quite touch the ground.
Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin. What a great show. The show's a heavyweight and pulling some huge guests. Thank you to my guests, Calvin Reed, Ted Meridian, and at the bottom of the hour, Tony Clement. If you missed the show last week, shame on you. Debbie Zimmerman was my guest at 1015, and she, she is great. And I made a prediction on the show while she was on the phone so she could hear me. I predicted that Debbie Zimmerman is going to be one of the most influential women in Canadian politics ever. I think she's going straight to the top. What do you it, think, Ted? I think it's, gosh, I like Debbie. I like her a lot. It's, it's going to be great serving with her in Ottawa. <laughs> our, our recently nominated NDP candidate already wrapping up the undeclared election. Way to go, Ted. Awesome. Yeah, Debbie Zimmerman was great, and she is really well-spoken. She cuts a great image. Awesome handshake. And I would, you know, she, you know, most politicians are well-spoken, and obviously you have to be that to be in politics. And... I liked a lot of the conversation that we had, and she, she answered the questions very well, except one I think she stumbled on. And that was when it came to proportional representation, electoral reform. And her response was something like, you know, there's the smaller, the smaller provinces that get, you know, four votes uh, or four seats, you know, it's not fair that they, they, they're smaller and they, they get four seats, and then some of the larger provinces get four seats too so i don't i hope she goes back maybe and, and and does a little bit more research on what electoral reform means what i'm hitting at is do we need proportional representation and basically that is coming all over the place they started in quebec they started a movement in uh west as well fairville canada is gaining members at an incredible speed and proportional representation is something people just think that we're stuck with the election system that we use whereby it completely distorts the results. I mean, in the, in the 93 election, two million people voted conservative, and they were represented by two out of 295 seats, I think it was at that time, which is completely unrepresentative of the two, two million people that voted conservative. So PR is basically, you get 35% of the popular vote, you get 35% of the seats in the House. So I hope she'll come around on that and start selling it a little harder, because even Paul Martin's talking about electoral reform. So I, I'm sure I, I Jack Layton is, too, uh, uh, from what I know. I think he's talking that as well. Yeah. yeah. NDP candidate Ted Meridian and Calvin Reed from The Standard are in the booth today. As mentioned, at 10.30, we're going to go live to a phone call from a former cabinet minister. Actually, was uh, in charge of SARS, right? Under yeah. the Tory government. Mm -hmm. When SARS broke, Tony Clement was the front man. The Minister of Health at the time, and I thought, well, I mean, I thought he handled it very strong. Yeah, he uh, he got some pretty good reviews for the way he handled SARS, uh, more so than than the Premier did at the time, and anybody else in the government. And now, I don't know. Have you seen recent polls on what the leadership numbers are looking like? I think he's a distant third, from what I know. I, distant I, third? Yeah. I'd be surprised if that was it. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he seems to be running in third spot, but uh, the voting system that the Conservatives are going to use, and this uh, it's going to come down, I think, to the a lot of people's second choice, and and yeah. uh, that could be the votes he's chasing. Now, riddle me this, Calvin Reed, Ted Meridian, my special guest. In recent polls, the new well, not the new, but the Conservative Party of Canada, this new right-wing alliance that that they've merged together. How is it that a political party? without a leader and without a platform for the upcoming election can draw almost 30% of decided voters? Are you kidding me? Like, what? I mean, 
The Green Party's been around for 20 years, and they're getting 5%, you know, because not too many people know about it. And I know you vote the traditional big three, but how do you draw 30%? of the decided voters when you don't have a leader well, and you don't have a policy book. Yeah, keep, keep in mind, this isn't a party that started from scratch. This is two parties coming together that already had some pretty strong power bases of their own. Okay. Uh, bringing those two together, that's a lot. Could also be some discontent with the current liberal government, what's been going on with the sponsorship scandal and whatnot. And, and I, I think I think the numbers are a little bit skewed because I know, for example, some people who, um, when Strana came on board, a bunch of people joined the party. Um, but uh, the person who joined, one person the other night at one at the nomination meeting, a friend of mine who came out just as he was having joined for Stronach. He's a number for Stronach. Mm -hmm. That night we signed him up as an NDP oh, because I got the nomination. Awesome. I mean, there there are people who Stronach when she just came on. A bunch of people joined. When you look at the actual total numbers, they're only at a quarter million, 250,000. The NDP are now at 100,000, mm -hmm. and growing and growing fast. And yeah. and as I said in the paper on Monday night, we're we're the sleeping giant. I mean, there yeah. there's a movement out there that's unbelievable with the NDP. And you watch what's going to happen over the next month or two. And you chimed in about uh, discontent with the the current the current government. The, there's always discontent about the current government. Now we're seeing discontent with. Well, I call them the big three all, always. Uh, you know, the NDP hasn't had power, obviously, some, since Bob Ray was around. But uh, That's our know. biggest stumbling block when I talk to people is getting, getting, getting them to understand that. that the federal liberals are not Bob Ray. Mm -hmm. And Jack Layton is not Bob Ray. Jack Layton. The new yeah. people that are in there. When, when Bob Ray got in, first of all, there was a $9 billion deficit. Secondly, he was in a recession and that mm -hmm. he had to try to climb out of it. And the, yeah. and the, and the, and the deficit wasn't an NDP deficit that right. he took over. Come on, people. I sure. mean, they were never in government. But there were a bunch of people with, they look like deer in headlights. You know, it's like, oh my God, we're in power. What do we do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Even Bob Ray looked yeah. like that on election you night. Know, we're talking about people <laughs> who, who honestly didn't know what they were doing. I, I won? <laughs> I, was at a, I was at a photo, photo shoot last weekend um, with Jack Layton just after his fundraiser. And the quality of candidate that we've got from across Canada is unbelievable. I believe that. Unbelievable. Now, Ted, I know, I know you're, you're confident of the party's chances, and you're very confident of your own chances here in St. Catharines. Um, I've heard you tell me many times that, uh, <laughs> well, that Walt, Walt going is down. going down. No, he's done. He's I'm, 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 I'm wondering, what, what is it that, uh, I guess, making you feel locally that, that uh, Lestuka's time in, in power is done and uh, a new era is going to dawn in St. Catharines? Well, first of all, we were, we were trying to check out Hansard to try and find out what Walt Lestuka did in 11 years for St. Catharines. Do you know his, his name only comes up once in Hansard? And, <laughs> I mean, that's a good paycheck for speaking once in Parliament uh, for 11 years. But um, I think what Walt, what, what, what's happened with Walt and, and his party, first of all, what's happened to his party is really creating some problems. But Walt himself, uh, um, he's, um, he's alienated a lot of people with the way he does things. Um, I, I've been in several issues with him and, and, and a lot of other people, and, and not my specific issues, but other issues, where he turns around and says, if you say something to him, he says, well, that's not how I see it, and then he walks away. Or he turns to you and says, if you call him out and say, Walt, I want to talk to you about something. I've made up my mind about that. And he walks away. And, 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 and I don't care who you are, you're a constituent of someone who's been elected to power. My policy is I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to do my best to listen to you no matter if I, if I don't like you or, or I don't like what, what you want to say to me. My job is to listen to you. My job is to try and figure out how I can help you. Now I'm getting the impression here that you're, you're trying to, I guess, early stages putting together a pretty aggressive campaign strategy. Um, I'm not getting the impression that you're going to sit uh, back on your heels and just kind of work with uh, a national party platform. You're really going to go out and, and... We're starting a movement down here. I spoke to the Labor Council last night, and uh, we had all the unions out and everybody. And <clears throat> basically what I said to them is, is 
because of Ray and because of the stuff in the past, I mean, the, the support for the NDP locally has, has fallen, fallen drastically. Um, there were only 236 people who could vote. And now we're going to get up to 1,000 within a month. And I'm going to make that announcement to you. There are going to be 1,000 people here registered from 236. We're, we're putting members together in, in a cross-section of people. We're not, we're not talking about the old left. The other thing is, is that we're going to create a movement. We're not going to just do the usual stuff. Uh, I'm not going to tell you exactly what we're going to do here, Cal, but as I said, the sleeping giant is, is, has woken up. We're going to have rallies, and, and we're going to do fundraisers and things, not $250, not the rich type of thing. We're going to have $5, $10 fundraisers where the people can come to it. We're going to have soup and salads. We're going to do stuff where people can come. We're going to have chats. I'm also going to start um, um, town hall meetings. You know, Lestuka turned around for 11 years, and he sends out his, pla his, his little pamphlet, Waste Paper, You'd like that, right? Uh, waste paper with photo <laughs> opportunities, <laughs> photo opportunities, photo opportunities. But what's yeah. he doing? When was the last time he had a public meeting? We're going to start public meetings. Okay, well, this isn't going to be an hour where we're going to trash this, the incumbent MP, but Ted Meridian is the <laughs> recently nominated federal NDP candidate for the Riding Association of St. Catharines. And as mentioned, I'll be sharing the left side of the stage with him. Our, our lecterns will be on the left. And the other two right-wing parties, the Liberals and Conservatives, will be on the right. So we're going to make for an exciting, exciting debate, I'm sure. Okay, Ted, why the NDP and why now? I, uh, I used to be a card-carrying PC back in the 80s. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> so was I. But, but again, what happens is we, we, we grow up and we, we go into what our families or our, our, our friends say to do instead of actually looking at what the issues are. I haven't been in a party uh, since the mid-'80s, and I didn't think there was a party that could house me again, that my belief systems. I'm really very much a social activist. I'm for social justice, but I'm also for fiscal conservatism. I believe in balancing the budget. You can't throw money away. You have to find efficiencies in government, and I think Jack Layton's doing that. When Jack Layton was elected as, as the leader, I was renewed. I saw something happen that that you know was, what I like about Jack Layton is he yeah. steals all the Green Party platforms. So we need we need the NDP to pick up on <laughs> proportional representation and Jimmy. Blah, everybody blah, blah. steals everything. There's yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, the liberals like we we don't have a, a, a trademark. The liberals sure. the liberals are doing stuff that uh, that Jack brought up. I mean, awesome. Come on, <laughs> okay, we're going to take a short break right now, and on the phone live as promised, Mr. Clement, former health minister. Minister of the Environment, amongst other things, is live. I think he's in his car on the way from Ottawa to Montreal. So we will talk to him when we get right back. And if you want to get in and ask Mr. Clement a question, 688-2472. I'm Jim Fannin. Short break. We'll be right back. solicitor does his best to offer a high-quality service in a relaxed atmosphere. In practice, since called to the bar in 1990, Fred is ready to assist you in your residential and commercial purchases, advise you in family and child protection law, prepare your wills and estates, and end those boundary disputes and civil litigations. Quick to the point, Fred will honestly inform you of the value of your legal fees and whether or not you're wasting your time. 
Frederick Cameron, barrister and solicitor, is located at 8 Clark Street in St. Catharines. Call 688-8002 for an appointment today. Dog Days Doggy Daycare Center. Looking for somewhere to take your special canine for the day? Look no further than Dog Days Doggy Daycare Center. We are centrally located for your convenience at 314 Lake Street at Seacord beside 7-Eleven. Our hours are 7.30 to 6 p.m. Treat your dog to a special day of socializing and exercise while you're at work. Dog Days at 905-934-6057 or dogdays.ca. At Aristocrat Floors of the World, you can rely on the expertise of design-trained floor experts. We have served the flooring needs of Niagara for over 40 years. In that time, we have developed a staff of expert designers, estimators, and installers to give you the utmost satisfaction with your shopping experience. Visit our 8,000-square-foot showroom and see floors you would never see anywhere else. Come visit the experts at Aristocrat Tile, 256 Bunting Road, St. Catharines. Call 682-2672 to get a floor design expert working for you. Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin. Special guest on the phone. We're going to get to Tony Clement in just a minute. Thanks to my special guests, Calvin Reed, political reporter for the St. Catharines Standard, and Ted Meridian, newly nominated local NTP candidate. Thanks, guys, for coming in. Pleasure to be here. Yes, it is. On the phone, Tony Clement is a former cabinet minister in charge of uh, portfolios such as health and long-term care, uh, municipal affairs and housing, and the minister of the environment. Quote, Tony's quote, protecting our environment for future generations is as conservative a principle as there is. Tony, thanks for calling in. I know you're busy. It's great to talk to you. Thank you for calling. No worries, Jim. Great to be on the show. So you're on a cell phone. Hopefully we got a good feed. So far it's been good. You've been holding for a few minutes. You hear who my guests are. I got a local NDP candidate and a political reporter, Calvin Reed, who'll spin this into a nice story hopefully later. Tony. What is the message you're trying to get out to conservative Canadians across the country? Uh, it's uh, even broader than that, Jim. It's a message to all Canadians. Uh, there is hope. Uh, we, we can have a government that listens to the public. We can have a government that represents jobs and hope and opportunity, whether it comes to health care or ethics or, uh, or uh, the environment, of, uh, as you mentioned, or uh, community safety. These, these are issues that Canadians care about, and uh, we can deliver on that as a conservative party. Uh, but we're in the midst of a leadership race now. We need someone with some experience in government, some experience in politics, uh, some credibility so that uh, our message can be heard. Tony Clement is vying for the nomination for the leadership of the Conservative Party of Canada that's recently merged with the Alliance. Tony, we have a number of things we can talk about here. Uh, but, you know, federally, we're, we're looking at problems in Haiti. I mean, they've been, their part of the world has been clear-cut. We've got soil erosion with no clean water, no schools, and constant violence, it seems. Uh, how does Canada fit into this, this new world order as far as peacekeeping slash, um, well, peacekeeping, I guess, for, for Canadians more than the U.S. style of just going in and taking someone out? Well, listen, Jim, we, uh, we're multilateralists. Uh, I, I believe that uh, we can be part of the solution as a nation. But the first part of what we've got to do is we've got to live up to our military commitments to NATO and uh, to our security com commitments in North America along with the Americans. We have to be uh, leaders in the fight against international terrorism. 
that's one of the big fights of, of the early part of this century now, and we have to be uh, part of the solution rather than seeking excuses uh, not to be active in that area. When you do those things, then we can carry out our, I believe, our sovereign objectives as a nation, which is to protect freedom and democracy wherever it is under threat. It's when you have extremism, whether it's in Haiti or uh, in the Middle East, that, uh, that the international world order becomes less secure. So right. part of our role is to be uh, part of the solution there, too. On that same tone, Tony Clements, my special guest, if it was your call, would you have gone into Iraq? Well, I would have found a way to be helpful. I'm not sure if, if the troops would have been ready because we've, are, we've underfunded our troops so, so much over the last few years mm -hmm. that I'm not sure that would have been the safe thing to do. But uh, I would have been part of uh, a force or part of a, of a, a way to keep the peace in Iraq right. uh, after the fact because uh, then you're, you're building a democratic uh, nation. Uh, that uh, can recover from the, the depravities of uh, Saddam Hussein, Hussein right. and his gang. Uh, nationally, I've seen this as a result, and this is just my own opinion. I'm going to get Calvin Reed from the Standard to ask you the next question, but when, when Gretchen decided not to send the troops, I saw this new national patriotism across all of Canada. Did you ever, have you ever seen anyone at a hockey game sing O Canada? Hardly ever. After we withheld troops, I'm telling you, they were singing it loud and proud. And if nothing else, I think it's brought us all together on, yeah, we're different. Yeah, we're not like you. And, and I think, I, I don't know, I've just seen a renewed sense of patriotism across the country. Cal, you got something to ask Tony Clement? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, hey, Tony, how you doing? Bring it back home and into the, the leadership race and into the federal election as well. Um, I want to touch a bit on the sponsorship scandal that I'm sure you're aware of is plaguing the, the Liberal government at the moment. Um, I'm curious about Paul Martin's reaction to it and, and what he's been doing. Do you think it's enough um, for him to save some of the votes that the Liberals seem to have lost in the immediate aftermath of this? Well, uh, that's a good political question. What I'm demanding is that uh, before we go to the polls in an election, we need some answers. You know, what did you know? When did you know it? And what did you do about it when you found out about it? And these are important questions for Canadians to know the answers to before we go to the polls. I don't think it's enough. I, I, I've been talking to Canadians from coast to coast to coast now in person as in, in my travels. Canadians are angry. They're upset. They're embarrassed by their federal government. And we saw a little bit of that with, I don't know if you've been talking about it on the news yet, but uh, there was a, a leak out of the Liberal caucus meeting last week where they were talking about one guy was, one MP was talking about going to a, a, a fair near his riding, and uh, they were having a beaver skinning contest, and they were naming, naming the skin beavers after people involved in the sponsorship scandal. Wow. So, so that tells you about the, the depth of uh, the, the, uh, the anger that's out there, and uh, I, obviously the game plan of Paul Martin is to try to fend it off until after the next election, and that's just not good enough. Tony Clements, my special guest, live in the air, and Calvin Reed is in the studio with Ted Meridian, a newly nominated NDP candidate. Ted, have you got a question for Tony? Yeah, I, I've got a couple comments. Uh, with um, the alliances being now part of the conservative and, and the mix that you guys have got, um, the alliance has got a pretty bad stigma out there, a really pretty bad stigma. And they were the official opposition. Uh, weren't they asleep at the switch when the, uh, the whole scandal came down? Isn't the opposition supposed to be challenging, looking, and making sure government doesn't do that sort of stuff? And so as, as, as a, a leadership hopeful, how are you going to overcome the stigma of the alliance in your party? Well, I, I think it's time that we have a new leader for our new party. Uh, I'm someone who can speak to all regions of the country in both official languages, in French and English. 
and, uh, and be uh, the bridge builder, be the person who not only represents our current party, but can speak to urban Canada as well as rural Canada, can speak to first-generation Canadians as well as fifth-generation Canadians. That's part of what I'm bringing to this, uh, to this race. And uh, given my experience in government, uh, I have the credibility to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Paul Martin. Mr. Tony Clement, my special guest on the radio live, 688-2472, if you'd like to get in. Tony, what, why do you do what you do? What motivates you? I'm, I'm an idealist. Uh, I'm hoping that, uh, is it Ted uh, who's with you there? Yeah, yes. Ted Brady. I, yeah, I'm hoping that we, we share that in common at least. Oh, uh, definitely. The, I mean, the, that's the, why I'm with the NDP. Plug, plug, plug. You know, but that, that we, we have ideals. We, we believe in our country. We believe, I believe, quite frankly, that, uh, that we have, a, 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 our citizens are great. Our, uh, our natural resources are, are the best in the world. The only thing stopping us from reaching our potential is a government in Ottawa that doesn't care or doesn't understand. So that's what's compelling me to go forward. Tony Clement, my special guest, live on the phone. Uh, where are you, Tony? I'm just outside uh, Montreal in Hudson, Quebec. And, Beautiful. Uh, Sunshiny just, uh, day out there? It's uh, kind of drizzly, I'm afraid. <laughs> Calvin yeah. Reed, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Tony, actually, I want to take you back uh, just a little bit more than a year ago. Uh, and you're still health minister in, in the province. You... Um, did something pretty important for Niagara anyways. You, you issued a request for proposals for a Niagara-based ambulance dispatch center. Right. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Uh, recently, it, it seems to have been going backwards. The Liberal government, I don't know what they're doing with it and, and when, when they're going to make a decision. They've just recently asked for an extension to make a decision. I'm curious where it was at uh, when the election was called back in September. Uh, if, if the Conservative government, of which you were the health minister, had made a decision on this uh, RFP and, and, if so, where it was going to go. Oh yeah, no, you've surprised me now. I uh, I recall that uh, no, I recall that we had uh, we had uh, made the decision. We'd made the, certainly the policy decision to move ahead with the, the RFP and uh, with uh, uh, this new arrangement for the dispatch. And so uh, you're actually surprising me. I thought everything was under control with that. No, the uh, the Liberals have uh, recently asked for an extension to the end of April before they they made a decision on who to award the RFP to. Um, I had heard some rumblings that. Uh, the Conservatives had make a made a decision to, as to who to get or give sorry, the, R the RFP to. Well, we may not have done that, but we certainly made the policy decision that we were going full steam ahead with the RFP and that we were going to uh, accept uh, the idea of, of, uh, of the dispatch being done differently. So uh, uh, that's, that's, the, that's the stage we were at. And uh, my view was that uh, Niagara had made a case. They'd made a compelling case, and it was worthwhile to, to pursue it to see whether we could do things better. Tony Clement is my special guest. Tony, we're going to take a call for you right now if you just hang on the line. Sure. Ivan in St. Catharines, you're on with Tony Clement on the Jim Fannin Show. Go ahead, Ivan. Hello, Mr. Clement. Pleasure to speak to you. Go ahead, Ivan. You got a question? Yes, I'd like to know how you feel about being in third place behind Belinda and Mr. Harper. Tony. In the air here? Yep. Yeah, good. Uh, no, I, I uh, thank the question. In fact, uh, uh, this, uh, the caller is referencing a poll that was done. Some polls have me in second place uh, amongst the Canadian public, and others have me in third. The poll that he mentioned uh, uh, showed me uh, growing in support from 9% five weeks ago to 36%. So uh, certainly the momentum is on my side. Inside the party, the, the, the actual members who are going to be making the decision, we're quite convinced we're in second place and moving up fast on the, on the front runner, Stephen Harper. So uh, we're, uh, we're feeling quite good about where we are right now. Tony Clements, my special guest on the phone. You can get in, 905-688-2472. Calvin Reed and Ted Meridian, my special guest. You guys got questions? Um, actually, on the uh, 
the leadership race, Tony. I'm wondering uh, how important is the second ballot going to be? Um, you mentioned that you're in third, some polls showing second, and that you're gaining ground. But when it comes down to the actual vote, uh, how important is that second preference going to be? Well, it's going to be pretty critical. We're we're projecting that the the front runner is uh, is going to be uh, coming up short when it comes to uh, uh, to winning on the first ballot. So and. Uh, but most uh, most people think that uh, his growth potential, Stephen Harper's growth potential in the party, is severely limited. So, uh, if uh, once the uh, once the ballot is over and I'm solidly in second, it'll be clear that I'm the person that people have to rally around uh, if they want to if they want a new leader for this new party, and uh, that's certainly what I represent. So, uh, we're we're exactly where we think we should be right now. There was, certainly, the momentum has shifted to me. Uh, Yesterday, uh, Art Hanger, uh, uh, an Alberta MP who's very widely respected in the party, came on bar board my campaign uh, to join uh, several other MPs who are supporting me. So we're feeling pretty good about things right now. Tony Clements, my special guest. Tony, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. In our search for honest, efficient government that respects the wishes of the majority, I wonder what's your take on electoral reform? Specifically, do we need a new electoral system? I think we should have that discussion, quite frankly, and uh, I know the NDP has been talking about this for a while, too. Do you support uh, it personally, proportional representation? Well, I've got some problems with it in terms of who determines who's where on the list, for instance. I, don't, I wouldn't want party, uh, uh, party bagmen or, or, uh, or party officials to have too much say in those kinds of things. That's you, one issue you, I have. Do you support the, the idea that if you receive 35% of the vote, you should be rewarded with 35% of the seats and on down the line? Well, th this is the issue, and, and I, I think that there's something worthwhile discussing there. What I'm proposing is, is we maybe follow the lead of British Columbia, which is a citizens committee that uh, was chosen by lottery to, uh, to review uh, issues of parliamentary reform and democratic reform, including proportional representation, including some other issues of democratic responsibility and representation. And uh, then let's come up with some proposals that Canadians can take a look at. Tony Clements, my special guest. Tony, we're going to go to the phones one more time. Doug in St. Catharines, you're live on the Jim Fannin Show with Tony Clement. Go ahead, Doug. Hello, Mr. Clement. I'm a bit worried about what uh, Jeffrey Simpson calls the friendly dictatorship. And we've seen it lead uh, federally to things like the helicopter crisis and the sponsorship scandal and provincially to uh, a government for seven years run out of the premier's office with uh, the cabinet and uh, caucus not having much to say. What would Prime Minister Tony Clement do about that problem? Thanks for the call, Doug. Tony. Well, thank you for Doug uh, for the question. And uh, what I what I propose is you can't just rely on on me promising to be accountable and to be uh, ethical. That you should take that for granted. We need institutional reform, whether it's electing our senators or having a review of our senior judicial appointments, whether it's having more free votes in Parliament. The other thing I've suggested is we create a parliamentary budget office. So that Parliament has access to the books on a day-by-day -day basis, uh, and therefore they can hold the Department of Finance uh, and the Prime Minister much more accountable. Uh, we have a great Auditor General. I want to have 308 MPs who are Auditors General in the, in the, in the information that they have available to them to hold the system accountable and honest. And I think it's a combination of all those institutional changes that will make a big difference. Tony Clements, my special guest, 688-2472. Mr. Clement. Health care legislation says that our health care, or sick care as I call it, should be accessible and free. How do you feel? What's your opinion on two-tier medical? Well, I, I think there's a lot of reform we can do for our single-tier system. I support the single-tier system, uh, but there's, uh, there's innovation within the single-tier. 
still universally accessible with your OHIP card that has to be done. And that's why I've talked about greater accountability, a greater innovation. The federal government has to live up to its financial responsibilities under the Canada Health Act, which means adding, uh, adding uh, $13 billion to, uh, to the funding for health care so it's not just on the province's shoulders. So these are the kinds of things that I've proposed. Tony Clement, thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Ted Meridian is a local Lee nominated NDP candidate in St. Catharines. So you got another question for Mr. Clement? Yeah, Tony, um, I want to uh, hit post-secondary education for a second. You had a, an interesting plan about the $250,000 of uh, young people when they first start working after they get out of school uh, to be tax-free. Interesting, but don't you think we should be doing something about the before that, about the, the, the young people who are in school? I mean, uh, you know, freezing tuition, uh, more grants, more bursaries. I mean, once you get out and working, uh, do you honestly think that someone's going to uh, take uh, that $21,000 tax savings that's proposed and actually pay their OHIP? Or their OHIP off? OHIP. <laughs> Excuse me. OSAP off. And their OSAP <laughs> off. And, and can't we do something? Uh, don't you have a plan to do something? I mean, I know the NDP have. Uh, don't you have a plan to do something, uh, you know, for the, for the young people that are in school? Well, yeah, as you know, uh, there's been a great expansion of, uh, of bursaries and, and other programs, and I certainly support that. The federal government can be part of that. Uh, but my, my plan is for young people, as they start their careers, we want them to, to make the choice to stay in Canada, to, to pay, yes, to pay off their student loan, to maybe put a down payment on a house, to start their medical career or their business career. And that's why Jumpstart 250 says the first $250,000 you earn should be tax-free. That's my plan for the future so that people in St. Catharines, young people in St. Catharines and Niagara region have the choice to stay with us rather than always taking the job in Seattle or San Francisco or Milan or Shanghai. And uh, this is a plan for all young people. It doesn't matter whether you go to school or not. We want you to make the decision to be part of our economy. And uh, that's how I think the federal government, through its, through its tax relief, can be the most helpful for our young people. Tony Clement is my special guest on the phone. Tony, I really appreciate it. I know you're really busy. Thank you for coming in. And I must say, Tony, you're the only candidate for the uh, nominated uh, for the well you don't know where i'm going you're the yep. only one of the three that's actually taken the step to come on in the show so i really appreciate it tony is there a final message you want to get out to the people well jim i'd just like to say uh, thank you to everyone hold on don't worry hope is coming a change of government for the better is coming uh my uh, my uh, my accountability my responsibility my my ability to reach out to canadians uh, that's what i'm counting on and uh, i'm certainly we can have a change of government in the next uh, few months Great, Tony. Thanks again very much. I'm Thank Jim Fannin, 688-2472. It's 11 minutes to 11 on a great Thursday. We'll be right back after a short break. ideas to Arbeck and Associates. Located right here in St. Catharines, Arbeck and Associates specializes in custom-built designed homes, as well as renovations and exterior treatments, and are consultants in land division. Call 938-2000 for a consultation. Arbeck and Associates will help make your dreams come true. The Green Party is the political wing of an environmental movement that is sweeping the earth. They are truly global in nature. Wherever you find the Green Party, whether it is in Germany, Italy, or in Canada, they all have the same 10 key values, including grassroots democracy, nonviolence, 
ecological wisdom, community-based economics, gender equality, social justice, decentralization, diversity, responsibility, and sustainability. As you can see, they are not a one-issue party. In fact, one of their strongest platform issues is electoral reform and the need for proportional representation. If these are your values, then the Green Party is your party. The Green Party of Ontario, greenparty.on.ca. A better way to do politics for a better way to live. Dog Days Doggy Daycare Center. Looking for somewhere to take your special canine for the day? Look no further than Dog Days Doggy Daycare Center. We are centrally located for your convenience at 314 Lake Street at Seacourt beside 7-Eleven. Our hours are 7.30 to 6 p.m. Treat your dog to a special day of socializing and exercise while you're at work. Dog Days at 905-934-6057 or dogdays.ca. I'm Jim Fannin. I've got one thing to say. Woo! <laughs> what a show! It's beauty. The, the meters just went up. Shattering glass everywhere in the studio. Calvin Reed, political reporter for The Standard. Thanks. Thank you to Ted Meridian newly nominated NDP St. Catharines candidate. We're going to tear it up on the left. And Tony Clement, former cabinet minister in charge of multiple portfolios. What a huge conversation we have had with him. Thank you, Tony. I know you're really busy. He's actually on the road uh, from Ottawa to Montreal. And I think he was with his pre uh, press secretary, so was, he didn't have to actually drive and hold the yeah. phone. Eh? What did you think about his comments to Calvin Reed? Uh, typical Tony. Um, he's always pretty been, been a pretty well-spoken individual straight shooters yeah certainly yeah even when he was in health ministry and then his other ministries uh in the provincial government he, he always uh, expressed himself really well i would have figured that he would have had a lot more support in ontario oh well, I'm, you, you never know in ontario he, he could very well but when you mm -hmm. think of ontario is just one province um and how the heck is stronic in third place i mean she can't image 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 you saw her at the ramada she was clinging to the lectern she, yeah, she, hasn't done that. she hasn't done that at all her stops and uh, you got to admit the camera loves her <laughs> oh yeah but i mean even greg vesna we had in there a couple of weeks ago was saying you know the last time we made a star out of a, a political can uh, candidate kim campbell <laughs> you know what happened they got wiped off the map with her so <laughs> i i think it's great i mean people like debbie, debbie zimmerman that are that are you know well versed in politics great come on in you know what the local needs are but what does a what does a CEO of a $5 billion auto parts giant know about what's best for Canada? Um, she, I'm sure she knows the business world, but uh, yeah. I guess we'll, we'll better get some experience and see where she goes with that. Calvin Reed, my special guest. And we're joined in the last segment here by a gentleman in town here who's gotten the screws put to him by the WSIB. Mike is a local guy from St. Catharines. And Mike, maybe we'll just start you off by telling your story, what happened and, and where are you now? What's going on? Well, basically what it is, I was at burn-up. I worked for EMCO, BPCO, and Acton. Right. And what happened was uh, I was exposed to these novo de novo toxins and all the rest of the stuff. And it took 13 years to go to the compensation board to get through it. The appeals tribunal filed for me. They changed their case law. And then they turn around and they start stalking and saying, okay, well, this is a change in circumstances. You know, you use three pieces of toilet paper instead of five, right? Basically. So then they turn around and they charge you a change of circumstance. And at the same time, I'm on about the, the poor people who can't afford a lawyer out there, okay? And what happens is they plead guilty and they're not even guilty, 
Okay. Right. And this is the, the big thing, and uh, why is the government doing this? Where does your case stand now? Where do you, where do you stand? Well, they charged me uh, with four or five offenses, and then they turned around, and uh, there's, I'm sure there's going to be a few thrown out, most of them. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, luckily I've, I've had to mortgage my house to fight this. So let me get this straight. You, you, you had an accident at work. Yes. Now they charge you with what? Provincial offenses? Yes. Like what? Um, like I told... <laughs> They, what they do is they send you for an L, uh, a, a, a fell benefit, uh -huh. whatever. They, okay, and then they follow you and they say, well, you said you couldn't go in this place, and you were in this place. Well, you have you on videotape. So look, they, then they charge you for it. Oh, I got like you. It's, I got and you. then what they do is, if you're found innocent under provincial, okay, then the compensation can still turn around and say, okay, you're guilty because we feel you're guilty. So then you have to put in another appeal after 13 years, even though the appeals tribunal was found for you in the first place. And I, I obviously don't know anything about how the WSIB or what we used well, to call Compi works, but I'll tell you, I know a number of guys that have been, you know, uh, maimed for life almost, and and are still scrapping with. Look, I, I got my buddy John Seferati down here in the end of the swap shop on Niagara Street, and he had all his vertebrae and his neck shattered, and he signed off. John, yeah. Right? Why would they sign him off? Like, and the, if he's hurting more, and, and, and as you get older, your body deteriorates, and these things hurt you more, uh, they're not responsible because you signed a piece of paper because you have no choice but to do that in your life at that time? Yeah. Uh, we definitely need more accountability with our, uh, our private uh, corporations that are supposed to represent the people. What do you think, Calvin? Calvin yeah, Reed, St. Catherine Standard Report. No, absolutely. Anything in the public sector requires a little bit more uh, accountability. Right. But at the same time, like my, my file, I've been over 800 times to see doctors, right? And my file is over 30 pounds, okay? Wow. That's a lot of... But lot of they use it against you, your own words, stuff like that. Yeah. And then they, what they do is they, they feel through the doctors that they feel uh, is suitable for them and uh, leave the rest behind. You know, it's like reading a book, right? Take what you need and leave the rest behind, right? Anyway, uh, anyone who needs any help with this, okay, I'll give you my cell number. It's 905-321-3218, and I'll be more than happy to guide you the right way. Okay, Mike, give that one more time, but slow. 905-321-3218, and my name's Mike Hart. Good luck with your, your Thank fight. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you coming in, man. Yeah, I was going to bring up the cigarette issue for a timeout, but uh, <laughs> let you know what I was thinking about, yeah, Dick. Okay. We didn't have time. We'll bring that up next week. Yeah, we're running real close, but if I could just chime in on the smoking thing, I feel Dick's pain. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's not going to come out right. Uh, Dick is the owner of uh, Primetime, right? Timeout. Timeout. Primetime. I'm oh, sorry. Give him plugs for everyone here. A friend of mine, Coco, Cigar Lounge. He goes to the province. He says, I want to open a cigar lounge. They go, oh, no problem. Here's your liquor license. The region comes in and says, oh, no smoking. What's a dude like that going to do? He's got, you should, have you been to Coco's? No. no oh, this place is gorgeous. I mean, like, yep. oak everywhere, yep. first class. You know, he's got the fine, uh, what do you call them, the scotches, the, you know, the top shelf stuff. And, you know, he's, he's saying, Jimmy, well, like, okay, the province tells me I can have a cigar lounge, and then they shut me down to tell me I can't smoke. So this I mean, is Dick. This is Dick's final thing on here. Can I say it? Sure. He said, if a dictatorial smoking ban must be instituted in the region's view, then there should be no exceptions. Forget the casino. I agree completely. Mike, thanks That's for coming definitely in. definitely been a consensus. That's for sure. Calvin Reed, my special guest. Thanks, Cal. I know you're always busy, man. And uh, thanks to Ted Meridian, our newly nominated NDP St. Catharines candidate who will be sharing the stage on the left side of the political spectrum. 
<laughs> like I said earlier, I think the Liberals and the Conservatives are working from the same policy book. They're all saying the same thing. So uh, both our parties probably stand to to uh, make some real gains in this election. So I'm looking forward to having the writ dropped and getting yeah. my nomination signed up. And hopefully they heard a bit about the WSIB and they worked something in there too. I am Jim Fannin. Genius of you to listen. <laughs> Thanks for the calls. Thanks to Tony Clement, Ted Meridian, and Calvin Reed. I'm Jim Fannin. I'm getting out of here. Peace. Jim again next Thursday morning. But if it can't wait, call 905-934-1110 or fanman at natureshemp.com. Oh, and listen no. again next week for The Jim Fannin Show on 1220 CHSC. No, no, no. Don't more commercials more local news than any other local station next on 1220 CHSC thinking of selling your home call Jim Fannin oh, today no. for a free consultation you'll be surprised what <laughs> your home is worth in today's market Jim Fannin yeah, uses a listing be. strategy on all of his listings that is designed to put more money in yeah, your pocket 3.5 to selling strategy have been selling for huge dollars <laughs> yeah, they sell for don't more sell money. for less than you have to don't be dumb call Jim Fannin today and get more Home. <laughs> Don't Remax sell Garden for City. less than you have to. Remax Garden City. Or I'm not there anymore. Fanman at Remax.net does not work. I tried it. I wonder what we got for news coming up. Thursday morning, I'm Angus Gillespie. With the Angus Gillespie. Oh, I'm tagging you right now. Temperature in downtown St. Catharines, 6 degrees. On the traffic watch, no accidents on in-town city streets. The 406, 405, and 420, all accident-free as well. And the QEW, it's in great shape right on through the region, past the Burlington Skyway. The earlier morning volume of traffic obviously has died down now. Not too problematic going through Oakville, Mississauga. And in fact, it's okay right up until about Kipling Avenue in the Etobicoke area of Toronto. And from there, there's still a bit of heavy traffic as commuters are going into the downtown core. In the news, reports say Abdurrahman Khadr worked for the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency to identify al-Qaeda members at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, and in Afghanistan and, Afghanistan, and Bosnia-Herzegovina. On CBC television, there was a report still that the Qaeda family had Afghanistan. Okay, I got to get out of here. I tagged Agus. I tagged Freddie Cameron. Tyler, thanks for watching. This has been a lot. I got more tapes too, dude. I got more of these coming. This is classic. And my special guest. My special guest. I have so many special guests. I have too many special guests. Well, here's a story that's bound to get some response. The Ontario Energy Board says householders should have to pay a higher price if they use electricity during peak demand periods when the system is under its highest level of stress. Ooh, the board didn't elaborate on that's how much more what money an idea. should be paid out, but pointed to a pilot conservation program in the U.S. state of Wisconsin, which charges 12 times more for power during peak periods. Electricity use is highest during the summer and winter and generally peaks between 4 and 9 p.m. as people come home from work and turn on the appliances. The Energy Board also says electricity consumers should pay an extra charge on their bill in an effort to fund conservation programs. 
Toronto police are searching for a man they say has bilked many Italian Canadians of thousands of dollars in hard-earned pension money. Dozens of Italian Canadian pensioners were told they could get even bigger payments if they topped up their pension plan contributions. Because some have been away from their native homeland for up to 40 years, topping up would cost anywhere between three and $7,000. And unfortunately, dozens of people fell for that scam. So far, about 80 seniors have told police they paid more than $500,000 collectively to a service run by Luciano Manduca. Police say all of that money went straight into Manduca's own pockets. The Toronto Police Fraud Squad have issued an arrest warrant for the man charging him with fraud over $5,000. Police say it's quite possible he has already fled Canada and may be living in Italy. According to published reports, the Toronto Did Transit gotta, Commission uh, is getting a map. You got to check out the studio now. I got a Korg mini log. I got a, I got an MPCX. It's 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 ugly, dude. It's ugly. Five years. Well, when it comes to raising water rates, some Fort Erie town councillors think that idea is all wet. During a budget committee meeting held last week, approval was given to double-digit increasing. But now, councillors plan to revisit the water and sewer budget with a view to finding further savings. Unless something changes, however, Fort Erie's combined water and sewer rates are scheduled to increase an average of 16.7% as of April 1st. That translates to an extra $120 a year per household. That's the news to 1104. Taking a look at CHSC Sports. In the NHL last night, Buffalo downed Ottawa 4-3. Philadelphia got past Nashville 5-2. Detroit trimmed Calgary 2-1. Scott Gomez had a goal and four assists, leading New Jersey past Florida 5-2. Tampa defeated Chicago 5-3. Bill Guerin scored the hat-trick in Dallas's 4-2 win over Columbus. Joe Sackick also with a hat-trick, the 14th of his career, in Colorado's 5-5 tie with Vancouver. Anaheim blank Minnesota 2-0, J.S. Jaguar with the S.O., and San Jose, they clipped Montreal 4-3. Golden Horseshoe Junior B action last night, the semifinals continuing. Niagara Falls defeated St. Catharines 4-1 before about 900 fans at Gatecliff Arena. That best-of-seven series now tied at 1-1. Game three in that series will go tomorrow night in Niagara Falls. Also last night, Thorold downed Welland 2-1 after spotting the Cougars a 1-0 lead. And so the Blackhawks lead that best-of-seven series two games to none. And there's no rest for either of those teams tonight. They're back in action at Thorold, game time, 7.30. Niagara District Junior C, the East Final continues tonight. Grimsby at Dundas, the Peach Kings holding a 3-0 series lead. And in the NBA, Washington top Toronto, 84-70. The CHSC weather forecast for St. Catharines and Niagara. Mainly cloudy skies throughout the course of the day are expected high somewhere around 7 degrees. Cloudy this evening, the overnight low dipping down to 2. Tomorrow it's going to be quite mild. However, we're going to have periods of rain and very windy at times. Our expected high, 15 degrees. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud. Showers or light flurries possible and a high of 6. Right now in downtown St. Catharines, it is 6 Celsius, 43 Fahrenheit. News next at 12. Wow. That was fucking awesome, except for the part about the special guest. That sucked balls. Okay, my mom's home. She's drunk. I didn't clean my room today. I got to get out. I got uh, new content coming up, and I am out.